Hey guys, welcome back to War for the Tower. Uh, this one's a little different. Uh, for some reason I lost my track, but some funny stuff happened in this one, and um, it was just kind of a downtime role-playing thing, but uh, I clipped out a few of the stuff that uh, that Steve and Kai say, and I'll, I'll kind of comment on it so you can see what happened while... Uh, what happened in that episode. So, um... Basically, Alexa and Shauna go through the portal and they are greeted by the by the keepers of the beam and they're parked in an office waiting to uh, get their orders or whatever, get their debrief. Shauna and Alexa are being um, interviewed by this, uh, this group of folks from the keepers of the beam and then... Um, this woman comes in and she's this big tall powerfully built native american woman thick long luxurious dark brown hair and uh she's dressed head to toe in a white form-fitting jumpsuit uh with like armor panels and and uh little weapon things all over her. and uh she greets the group and tells them that they need their help with some uh with some dangerous enemies and their special skills could help in the next phase of the battle. So I introduce myself and I am uh, Princess Shana Delane of the planet Delane. Uh, how may we be of service if we are able to at all? And so the lady uh, spells out the, the rules and uh, basically tells them they're going to be fighting monsters. Is she that Pocahontas? <laughs> Obviously, obviously, Shana doesn't know, but like, is this Disney's Pocahontas or like? <laughs> so yes, it is in fact Disney's Pocahontas, and um, so that's kind of fun. And then Alexa and Shana get to talking about their powers and stuff, and she asks Alexa how old she is. Yeah, she's probably never encountered someone four hundred years old. Still, I know, I know one sorcerer so far, and she seems pretty nice. Well, I have no idea how we got here. We've only been here for a state whatever amount of time. Oh, real five time. minutes? Ten? Yeah, no, that we've been here, and because we stepped through some kind of dimensional doorway. A portal, if you will. Uh, so, um, who are we fighting exactly well more of those police officers we met before uh no and that was another dimension and another time yes uh, but i was told that these things can uh travel between them that's why they're the problem yes to be honest i don't know what the opponent is here but i'm pretty sure it's not going to be a civilized society these people seem to be at war Yes, so Pocahontas explains to them that um, they will be fighting monsters, not police officers, uh, agents of the Crimson King. Can I have one of those uh, loud arbalists you have? Arbalist? One of the loud ones. The police had some as well. Or thunderstick. <laughs> they look like a, a crossbow or an arbalist, but without the bow part, is my thought. And they make a big loud noise. So a loud arbalist was my thinking. Okay. So Shauna wanted a gun. 
Um, I can't remember if she got one or not, but maybe she did. We'll find out in the next episode. Uh, next Pocahontas, who, yes, it turns out, is the uh, the, the woman in charge of this uh, monster hunting department. And, yeah, she has a raccoon with her. Uh, so uh, Alexa's pretty interested in the raccoon. Are we talking about Rocket or are we talking about a raccoon raccoon? Oh. Is this some kind of badger? No, it's a raccoon. Well, uh, we don't have them. Uh, so, uh, after they get acquainted with the raccoon, um, they have a bit of a fashion montage. So, uh, yeah, let's talk about that. Yeah, so, so just we, uh, explain ourselves up and head to this meeting, unless you have anything you want to do, Alexis? Well, um, I wouldn't mind, you know, a shower and a change of clothes. Hmm. What's a, what is appropriate wear for a, a dignitary to call it like this? So Pocahontas, uh, or the people working with her, basically said, um, you can wear whatever you like, but uh, it's going to be a violent tactical situation behind enemy lines, so uh, black is probably preferable. I'll hold out my hand and uh, teleconnect the tablet over to me and start scrolling through. Show off. So next, Alexa uh, decides she wants to read up on some of the intel and does a little show-off move. No, I'll wear one of these dresses, but wear my armor over the top. Let people know uh, where I'm from. What about doing, like, a crusader kind of thing? Uh, with the armor underneath? Yeah. No, I want to put the armor over the top because, like, then it's like uh, I'm showing people, like, the, the clothes of like my home country, uh, my home like planet, right? Because I'm uh, acting like almost as an ambassador. I want to be easily like noticeable as as, as to who uh, who I'm representing. Presentation is important for royalty. So uh, yeah, Shana greets Pocahontas, uh, represents her kingdom, and they have a little uh, queen to queen chat. While Shana and I are. Uh, uh... Doing all this, uh, I'm going to be like, so does it surprise you that I'm over 400 years old? I mean, it's well, no, like- you're a sorcerer, surely. Of course you are. Well, not I 400 am- years exactly, but of course you're long-lived, or you will be long-lived. I'm barely middle-aged. How, how long would you normally, how long do your people normally live? A thousand years. Okay. That's a lot. So, yeah. Alexa's really old. Uh, Shauna finds that um, sort of interesting, just as a sorceress. Um, uh, yeah. Um, Alexa decides she wants an outfit. Well, yeah. Uh, I was looking for something, some kind of body glove kind of thing. That was a combination of uh, stealth and protection. I will take my outfit and basically fly up into the air, let my clothes fall off to my underwear, and the suit will just kind of come to me and clothe up me. Uh, well, okay, that's, that, that has happened. Okay. <laughs> Shauna is completely scandalized by this. As you can guess, uh, uh, age gives you a little bit of I don't care. 
what other people see and you, you kind of lose that, uh, um, you know, it's like being in the army, you know, I mean, you, you learn that you're going to be uh, naked around other guys and so you just might as well get over it and get and get in there too. So uh, the Kingdom of Delane uh, extends its formal greeting through me uh, to, uh, what is the name of your organization, actually? Uh, Pocahontas explains again, the Keepers of the Beam, what they are, what they do. Keepers of the Beam, to the Keepers of the Beam. Um, uh, hopefully uh, uh, our new friends with you uh, can forge a new alliance, and, and, uh, and, and great things should come of this union. Indeed, says Pocahontas. <laughs> yeah, where's Tobin? Where the fuck is Tobin at? Oh, this is where I had to remind Kai, because it had been a few months. This is where I had to remind Kai that uh, Shauna's squire, Tobin, uh, was brutally murdered by some bad guys. Um, <laughs> he was quite shocked. Oh, no. Oh, he's dead, isn't he? Oh boy, he's dead, isn't he? It's not the yeah. worst fate in the world, but so violence and fighting and all that, yes. So uh, yeah, that was fun. Poor old Tobin. Poor one out for Tobin. Excellent. Where are we going? <laughs> so Sean is ready. Uh, they're all kitted out, ready to go uh, kick ass on some monsters. But they have time for a little chat first. Young is a optional word. I'm probably older than everyone in this room. Uh, Alexa again talks a little bit about her age, and then they find out that there's a potential problem within the uh, within the ranks of the keepers. Uh, they they already came across one mole, and there might be more. Are we talking about a mole? So yeah, as we know, there's definitely a mole. Um, <laughs> but uh, but Alexa and, and Shauna, if they survive, will will get uh, clued in. Um, next, they find out how they're getting to Demon Reach Falls Power Station. Um, they're gonna take a Star Trek shuttlecraft, and piloting it is none other than Klingon Starfleet Officer Worf. So that's a fun thing we did. We're not, we're not going by portal. Okay. And then, uh, Shauna's still getting used to flying conveyances and stuff, but she kind of understands magic. Um, so she goes on a little, uh, um, so Kai goes on a little, uh, I don't know. Uh, Kai goes on a little run about, uh, how you make a flying chariot work. Uh, what would be the physics and, and such. I don't expect any horses to, to be pulling this thing. Let's be real. Horses can't fly, right? You can't have a, like, a Pegasus-drawn carriage because the carriage would dangle underneath the Pegasus. You don't have like, a gondola for the Pegasus. No, but if you have the magic to like make the, 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 the carriage float, it's exerting a downwards force equal to gravity. You could just put another one of those force repulsive things on the back of the carriage and like push push it forward. <laughs> See, Shana's thought of all of this. Uh, so uh, then uh, Shana meets Worf directly and they, they chat a little bit about the upcoming mission. 
Wolf was it? Excellent. Of course. Uh, it's good to have uh, somebody from Starfleet. Yes. Uh, my name is uh, Princess Shana Delane. Uh, Sir Delane will work as I'm also a knight and in a, a military role, that is my designation. So then Shana talks to the crew about vampires and, and how to best kill them. So I, I've heard a few stories about vampires in my time. Are they about how uh, you need to stab with wooden stakes or that paralyzes them or kills them or, or they go in sunlight and that, that, that gets them or they can't cross running water? What, what, how, how, how does it actually work? Because I've heard conflicting things. So Worf says something like, uh, well, these particular vampires are extremely strong. They, they can uh, uh, seem to move at superhuman speed, power. They can fly. They can jump uh, very high distances. We believe that if you cut their abdomen, a lot of the blood will spill out and they will become weaker. Uh, but the only way to truly defeat them is to get a piece of wood into their heart and leave it there. Uh, there's some stuff you do after that, uh, according to the lore, but uh, with most of the vampires we've come across, that is the best uh, method. Uh, so then uh, Shauna asks about the masks that they'll be wearing with their armor and, uh, and uh, are they decorated, that sort of thing. Well, I mean, I, I, back where I've come from, many full-faced helmets have masks on them, like heraldry sort of, sort of deal. Is is that acceptable? And then once Shauna gets her answer, she's uh, she's ready to go. So, um... okay, let's go. So, Alexis, have you ever uh, killed vampires before? Uh, no. Right, um, as you've probably guessed. I have not either. <laughs> I killed a werewolf, but... Oh, how, how did that go? Oh, pretty well. I mean, I cut his head off and, you know, he died and turned back to a human. You know, but, yeah. Excellent. Let's, let's, hope, let's hope it goes as easy as that. <laughs> I look forward to killing uh, my first vampire. Okay, so... Uh... Yeah, they get in the, the shuttle and they, they meet up with a new guy named Mr. X. He's all in black, goggles, bunch of weapons, guns, swords, the whole thing. He's kind of a kind of a ninja fella, pretty grizzled. And uh, he gives them the thumbs up as they uh, they head in. Well, in a closing scene, I will activate my side sword. Pull the, pull the pin out of my hair in the same sort of fashion. And it uh, morphs into the uh, the full on falchion. And uh, if if that didn't come through, uh, falchion, uh, which is a cool sword. <laughs> oh man, Shauna the Lane's the coolest. Uh, next, Shauna pulls out her magic handkerchief and is thinking about um, how she's supposed to activate it to turn it into a magic carpet. Um, she, she hasn't done that successfully, uh, in battle before, but she's got that thing in her back pocket. Command phrase is probably when it's time. <laughs> now just put it in your crotch and repeat those words. <laughs> and, uh, and then I said something, uh, crass about, uh, the, the handkerchief map showing the way to 
Shauna's G-spot or something. And Steve found that utterly hilarious. Uh, so if you want to find me, uh, you can uh, head over to Twitter and find me at It's Me Kai. Or you can uh, look me up in the other podcasts I appear in, such as Brothers in Time. It is a Doctor Who fancast that I do with my little brother, and we try and usually fail to talk about Doctor Who as much as possible. Um, I also appear uh, as a pretty regular guest on a, um, a Dungeons & Dragons advice podcast for Dungeon Masters called Crit Chat. It's, um, it may not contain any actual useful advice, but it's a fun time. And you can find both of those wherever podcasts are found. And then, uh, of course, you can find Steve at uh, on Facebook, Stephen Matthews with a V and one T in Champlain, Michigan. Um, so, uh, anywho, you guys are great. Thanks for listening and um, come back real soon for a uh, fully official episode <laughs> uh, fighting vampires. Do we have an official sign off for this show? Bum, bum, bum. Maybe the Pocahontas theme song? No, I can't do that. (laughs) Bye! The War for the Tower is a special project of the Trap Society and Colossus Media Group. Our theme song is Morgana Rides by Kevin McLeod. You can find his music at Incompetech.com. Send us an email at warforthetower at gmail.com. Stay weird, everybody. Special thanks to Kevin Cole, the maker of Space Kings, for letting us use the Space Kings system to, to make this show. It's pretty cool. Space Kings.